Hello listeners, welcome to Business Line podcast and this is your host Anjana. Recently, Narayan Murthy, one of the founders of Infosys and a prominent figure in the IT industry, said that India's youth should work 70 hours per week for the betterment of the nation. This has led to a lot of debates and discussions. Today, we are diving straight into this topic, the 70-hour work week. Yes, you heard it right. Is it possible to work 70 hours a week? Will that take a toll on your body? To answer this question, we have with us Dr. Deepak Krishnamurthy, Senior Interventional Cardiologist, Sakra World Hospital, Bangalore. If you have ever wondered about the 70-hour work week and its real deal, stick around. We are here to break it down in this podcast. Let's go. So we have listened recently to Narayan Murthy sir stating that we should work 70 hours a week. So this is a very direct question out here. So what is your opinion about this statement and do you think that 70 hours a week is it possible for an employee to work so long or is it an impossible task altogether? So to start with the topic with uh, due respect to Mr Narayan Murthy who of course as all of us know is a pioneer in the IT industry the 70 hour work week i would say is an aspirational thing somebody working in any field for that matter on one or two days a week may be able to put that kind of hours depending on the necessity mm-hmm. but to ask an employee of any industry be it IT or otherwise to work 70 hours a week which translates to 14 hours a day if it is a 5 day week or 12 hours a day if it is a 6 day week is something which is not possible even if it is possible it will have grave consequences in the long term in terms of effects on mental as well as physical health so the answer i would clearly say is no it is not something which is recommended interesting so uh, we have Uh, seen that uh, the working population in our country uh, especially in the corporates while uh, i was having a conversation with some of my uh, you know colleagues and some of the people out there there are instances that we might have to work extra there are times when we go beyond and above our shift timings and all that so if we work if we work 70 hours a week what are the health implications that it can bring to an employee if somebody mm-hmm. is working on some specific project which requires overtime mm-hmm. for which they are monetarily compensated and later once that need is not there or that project is over they can be given some time off to recuperate mm-hmm. it is an all right thing mm-hmm. to do but if somebody is made to work consistently irrespective of these things on a 70 hour week in the long term it mm-hmm. will have health consequences long term studies have been conducted across the world and it has been found that anything more than 55 hours per week on a consistent basis has mm. health effects mm-hmm. it increases the risk of developing cardiovascular disease especially heart attacks mm-hmm. death due to heart attack risk of cardiac arrest risk of developing stroke stroke and heart attack are the two main consequences of long work weeks especially when the average exceeds 55 hours per week This is in fact the reason why most of the european countries us and others have put a limit on a work week of 
some of them have put it at 36 hours some of them have put it at 40 on an average 40 to 45 hours a week is what they have put the limit as mm. they don't even extend it to 55 hours which is the maximum limit because there are health consequences mm. and the recommendation that youngsters should be able to take this kind of work week they should be okay to do this kind of work is also misplaced mm -hmm. because what we are not understanding is cardiovascular disease especially the risk of heart attack risk mm -hmm. of stroke risk of developing high blood pressure diabetes these are long term effects okay somebody may be okay working like this for 3 or 4 years or 5 years when they are in their 20s mm -hmm. but the health effects of this kind of long work week catches mm -hmm. up by the time you are in your 30s by the time you are in your 40s Mm -hmm. It may not be immediately apparent. They may be able to do it. But five years, ten years down the line, these effects become cumulative. That is what leads to heart attacks, stroke, okay. hypertension, heart okay. failure, increased risk of cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. Some people uh, have also told, okay, above the age of 40, people should take it easy. Below mm -hmm. the age of 40, they should be able to work. It is not so. By the time you are 40, that risk has already come into you. You have already developed these lifestyle-related diseases. It may be too late then to mm. make corrections and to reverse it. These changes happen in our circulatory system, uh, okay. that is the heart and the brain and blood vessels, over years. And once those changes have developed, mm. it is almost impossible to reverse them because it has taken years to develop and it won't go away if you want it to go away at that point. So today, what may be looked at as a hard-working young person in another uh, and working 70 hours a week in another five years, 10 years will invariably suffer from consequences on his health, on his physical health, as well as mental health, okay. disturbed sleep, problems due to disturbed sleep, increased anxiety levels, increased risk of depression, increased risk of stress-related disorders. Everything becomes more in the long term. So it is not recommended to have so many hours per week on one or two days a week when you have some need it is a different thing but on a regular basis you cannot have it and even on the days where you have to stretch yourself and do that extra work it has to be followed by a day off it has to be followed by less number of hours in the coming weeks it mm -hmm. cannot go on continuously because the human body and the human mind need that rest they need that recuperation to come back to normal levels so though we say that we need, we can only work so much or there is certain number of hours that we should uh, stick around while we are working in a corporate or in any setup for that matter, uh, we have also observed that at times we overwork quite a lot. So uh, in, in your uh, opinion, do you think that our country is currently having an overworking kind of a population? Or do you feel that we need improvement to create better workplaces, especially when it comes to work timings? Definitely. Whether it is a teacher, whether it is an IT engineer or a software person or other corporate jobs, even doctors mm -hmm. and healthcare professional for that matter, mm -hmm. even government officials, public sector officials across the spectrum, all occupations, all professionals overstretch themselves okay. because there is a huge population in our country. Mm. The employment rates are lower. Unemployment rates are higher. So less number of people have to handle jobs. There are sectors where, uh, where uh, recruitment has not happened for years together. So obviously they're all understaffed. And when you are understaffed, you have to overwork. So it's a vicious cycle. One leads to the other. And in India, labor mm. laws are not very stringently applied across industries. Mm. Some industries like factories 
it is strict because there are unions and associations to make sure that it happens there are also occupational health experts in factories who look at these things and make sure that workers are only doing a certain number of hours okay. but when it comes to industries like corporates like uh, uh, for example the educational sector or Uh, government offices public sector units it companies there is no stringent labor laws applying there especially mm-hmm. managerial levels and above labor laws do not apply at all okay. and each state has their own limit of number of hours uh, like one state has 60 hours one state has 55 hours one state doesn't have anything specified so mm-hmm. there are loopholes where uh, industries can make people work for any number of hours uh, mm-hmm. as they please and the other thing is in this uh, uh, digital world you may be going to the office at 9 o'clock coming back at 5 o'clock mm-hmm. but you have your work laptop your email is always on you are connected you have to answer your emails you are an- you have to answer the calls i i know several of my patients and people who uh, work across time zones mm-hmm. they are working in india they are working office hours in indian time zone evening mm-hmm. onwards they are working in a european time zone or an american time zone they have to answer to their clients they have to reply to the emails see even though they have come home they are still connected so as long as you are connected and you are expected to answer the calls and emails you are still working yes so so the, so there is a lot of regulation there is a lot of streamlining that needs to happen uh, because uh, the other re- the other reason could be that it industry and all these industries have come in the last couple of decades mm-hmm. so some amount of regulation from the government from the authorities has to happen where we are not going to control everything and impede growth obviously we should not be doing that at the same time there should be protection of uh, employees uh, their workers uh, their work life balance has mm-hmm. to happen interesting so that brings me to a very important question like you said about working in different time zones it's it's something that's happening in our country right now so some of some of my friends they work during you know work along the us uh, time zone so they tell me they work in the night shift basically so do you think when we are asked to work for like 70 hours a week someone who's working in the night shift is it going to be lot more dangerous to their health see uh, working night shifts mm-hmm. used to happen in earlier days to in factories yes. and other industries but those people were stringently uh, monitored for their workers mm-hmm. and they were given adequate time offs to mm-hmm. recuperate mm-hmm. and as per occupational health recommendations nobody is supposed to work continuous light night duties for more than 3 weeks okay and they have to put back in day shifts mm. and then again put back in night shift there is a rotation happening mm. whereas in some of the newer industries like mm. call center industry or it industry where night shifts are happening mm. people are continuously working night shifts for months and years yes and they do not get a change to the day shift which is as per occupational health recommendations completely wrong because there is a complete change in the circadian rhythm your day to day variation in your blood pressure pulse sleep pattern Mm. which happens with night duties some mm. people who are working night shifts are able to maintain a daytime sleep of 7 or 8 hours completely mm. but for many people working night shifts it is not possible they mm. come back home in the morning they again get back to some of the day to day i mean work at home dropping their kids to uh, school a few other chores and finally by the time they get to bed and get sleep they hardly may be getting 4 to 6 hours mm. and then again it's time to get ready and go back to the night shift and many people as i told before are not just working night shifts they are working day 
shifts in the office and then coming back home and connecting over their um, laptops or mobiles with clients abroad mm. so they are basically working both shifts mm. some of them are waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning for a client meeting uh, they are sleeping at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the night mm. and there are people whom i know who are getting up in the middle of the night to answer their emails and calls but even when you keep people on purely night shifts there has to be a rotation ideally which is not happening there are people working day and night shift together and because of the work from home option i am also aware that there are many people working for two or three companies simultaneously some of the corporates may not be allowing it mm. but there are startups and there are other unorganized uh, sectors where uh, there is no such law there is mm. no such rule as long as you are finishing your project in time nobody really cares whether you work for two companies or three companies mm. so there are people working in the morning in the evening in the night of course those are their own decisions okay. but since there is no regulation people are doing either because of uh, employment conditions or mm. their own uh, choices sometimes mm. uh, and sometimes they have no option this is the only job they have managed to get so mm. they have to go on doing whatever work is given to them they don't really have a choice okay okay uh, so that brings me to my next question that is uh, is this about uh, working or over stretching is this about some uh, kind of the population that is there in a developing nation so you were mentioning about uh, the us and european countries and they have a different way of wor- working all together and they uh, if they overwork uh, they get extra uh, money or extra income uh, that way so my question is is the work work lifestyle the, the work the pattern of working is it different in a developing nation and in developed nation what is your take on this definitely developing nations obviously have more number of hours the kind of work what developing nations do for example india or china who do back end work for many of these companies hmm. is different from what cutting edge work or innovative work they may be doing in europe or us hmm. so the quality of work the kind of work done here also may be different where hours of work may matter uh, hmm. more than the quality so hmm. there are differences and hmm. obviously uh, countries which are I mean you like european countries or us uh, mm. who are developed and uh, and uh, their annual gdp is much more than w- what uh, ours is um, their kind of uh, terms and conditions their kind of work uh, life balance is completely different from ours uh, we cannot expect uh, us to have that kind of work life balance uh, as of now because of the economy and the population and everything but mm. at the same time there has to be a vision and mm-hmm. an initiative in that direction that we have to improve mm-hmm. uh, we have to improve our working conditions because uh, studies have also shown that hours of work do not mm-hmm. really matter mm-hmm. in fact uh, in in countries which are which have a 36 hour or 40 hour work week mm-hmm. productivity is much more mm-hmm. uh, qualitatively compared to where hours are more because Uh, uh, simply a human mind or body cannot put itself with complete focus for say 12 hours a day uh, compared to 6 or 8 hours a day okay. your focus your attention uh, the time taken to do tasks becomes longer when you work longer when you work shorter with good breaks and uh, and uh, time to uh, recuperate your productivity increases we mm. see this in students who are studying if they take adequate breaks and mm. focus on what they are doing the mm. task they can achieve in say 2 or 3 hours uh, takes 6 uh, or 7 hours if they are not given adequate breaks and are made to work continuously be it students be it employees at any level keeping a decent amount of work time 
and giving them some time to relax uh, and sleep better improves the uh, focus improves concentration and improves productivity so in fact if we have to move on from a developing to a developed nation i would say we need to look at these qualitative aspects also not just the quantity of work interesting so that was my uh, very big question that i had is productivity all about working for long hours i i think that question is answered right there in, in today's society we have this notion that we should hustle always and it is all about hustling and there is also another concept of slow living like taking everything a little slow so what do you suggest is it a mix of hustling and slow life or is it about hustling or is it about slow life what is your take on this as i said there has to be a balance between things hmm. uh, hustle is important at times when you are on important projects or important deadlines uh when uh, but it cannot go on forever you need a break you need to take things slowly then again get back to hustle you can alternate between being very busy and being a little relaxed that is how your mind and your body can get that time to recover and function efficiently over longer durations of time if you if you look at marathon runners they have to uh, run a certain distance for which they have to maintain a certain speed Okay. if they go very fast mm-hmm. they cannot really uh, run the full marathon they get exhausted they have to maintain a certain speed mm-hmm. and then reach their uh, goal at a reasonable time if you go very slow uh, you will not win the marathon if you go very fast you will exhaust yourself you can compare uh, our lives and our careers with that you have to go at a certain speed uh, but you cannot uh, either overstretch or be very slow okay. there has to be a balance So this is the next question is little uh, different topic so this is about there has been a surge in cases of heart attacks uh, recently and uh, we have seen every day there is some news that's coming up about how uh, people are actually succumbing to heart related uh, you know diseases and uh, deaths so what are the possible reasons behind it or is it is it covid after effects or is it all about lifestyle i would say the major effect is of the lifestyle because this is a trend an increasing number of younger people getting heart issues mm-hmm. heart attacks and cardiac arrest and dying because of that is something which has started in the last couple of decades mm-hmm. i started my practice around 2006 and in the last uh, 16 17 years there is a gradually increasing trend of younger people getting heart attacks yeah. this is something to do with our lifestyles Mm-hmm. to do with our stress levels mm-hmm. to do with our work hours to do with smoking increased risk of developing diabetes and blood pressure and cholesterol because of our sedentary lifestyle mm-hmm. overeating mm-hmm. there are a host of factors which are responsible we indians mm-hmm. are genetically predisposed to develop heart attack at a younger age mm-hmm. and for lesser number of risk factors compared to western population Okay. in addition to that the rapidly changing lifestyle over the last couple of decades has pushed us to this risk level where younger people are developing more and more heart attacks covid yes people who have recovered from moderate or severe degrees of covid have a higher risk of developing cardiac arrest and heart attacks as per studies mm-hmm. of course we still ha- need more clarity on that more data mm-hmm. on that to be conclusive but i would say 90% of our risk is because of our lifestyle because of our uh, stress levels and rapidly changing lifestyles and diet okay. and overeating and lack of exercise 10% i would say would be due to 
other factors like post covid a very small percentage due to vaccine although a lot of people want to believe that vaccines are the reason we are getting heart attacks mm. uh, studies have shown that small percentage of people who are vaccinated i mean mm. the type of vaccine used in india i'm not talking about mrna vaccines which are used abroad i'm mm. talking about covid shield and covaxin which were in, used in india mm. a very small percentage have a higher risk of getting vascular uh, side effects like heart attack post covid yes to some extent but the other thing which we are not, which which is which we call as a confounding factor is uh, when a heart, when a heart attack happens it is not due to one reason there are multiple reasons mm. lifestyle diet smoking genetic factors now of course post covid factor mm. so which one is contributing which is difficult to say at times because a person may be smoking may also have suffered covid may have a family history he may mm. also have diabetes now mm. which one of them caused his heart attack is very difficult to say mm-hmm. okay. so confounding factors are there and during this two years of covid when people had work from home many mm. people gained 8 to 10 kilos easily they became more sedentary they were more stressed uncertain about their future there was a lot of overeating smoking uh, people did not go to their doctors for regular checkups mm-hmm. they did not control their diabetes and hypertension so mm-hmm. how many of these fa- factors are really driving this increased risk mm-hmm. is very difficult to say to say that okay this all happened post covid so it is related to covid is a very easy way of thinking but there are a lot of confounding factors which okay. we need to account for okay Great, sir. So, what is your final note that you would like to give to our listeners? For the today's topic, working yes. hard, working sincerely, working towards your goal, working for your organization and the country are extremely important, especially for young people who need to build a career and need to contribute and need to progress in their careers. But at the same time, we have to take care of our health. There needs to be emphasis on work-life balance. There need to be a regulation or on the number of hours a person can work in a week mm. keeping it under 55 hours under 50 hours as per study data which is available and which is followed across the world we need more stringent labor laws to control this and mm. make sure that people are healthy are productive and they can do this for a longer duration without getting sick without getting health issues Thank you. Thank you so much, sir.